We need to start the show. Candy, Candy, why are you mad? What it do? <laughs> You can't be playing and you can't be too mad. The bear is mad. He's kind of like, not necessarily mad, but kind of like matter of fact. Like, don't fuck him. That's like, don't fuck him. Yeah. Like, I can like be a character. That, it's like that stop playing, or don't play with me kind of face. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't play, bear. Yo. Or a bear that you cannot tell anything. <laughs> <laughs> Which bears can you tell something to? Uh, uh, Winnie. His when he, he he seemed very convincible. Uh, or Yogi, Yogi's he's playfully disrespectful. He he seems like he <laughs> listen, but he's not. He's not malicious. Yeah, he's not malicious bear. <laughs> <laughs> and none of us are malicious bears either. We can't tell us nothing. And they're probably group out of Houston, Texas. John, Tandy, Dimitri, myself, Antoine, make up the gruesome foursome that is Can't Tell Us Nothing. This is the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. We take opinions, discussions, topics, turn into improv scenes on the spot right here in front of your eyes. We just make them shits up. Hello, Benita in the chat. How's it going? Yes. Smart she wants to know, are you teddies or grizzly? Right. With cares. The care bears. I gotta say teddies in that case. Yeah. But teddies, guys, but teddies can be vicious, yeah, you know? Yeah. This one seems a little spicy. Like he's one-fourth <laughs> grizzly. He's one-fourth yeah. grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> Great grandfather was grizzly. Did you guys see that video of that woman who pushed the bear off the fence? No. Yes. No. Yes. So <laughs> it's I don't even know what part of the world it's in, but it's like a backyard area. There's some dogs and there's like this bear crawling on the fence like like a squirrel would, right? With her cubs. Like they're all there. And the and the Dogs are barking at it, and the bears are swiping at the dogs and actually picks one up. And the owner mm -hmm. runs out and just pushes the bear off the fence with her bare hands. That's, and that's some gangster. <laughs> that's, that's, that's why we that's why we have bare hands for bears. We just for bears. had to my bare hands. No, definitely, man. That's gangster though. That sounds like the, the the lady who like picked up the car to save her baby, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That was some dog love. And she had four of them. She could have spared one. You know, it's <laughs> like the dog to spare? Dog. You grab, you grab the, your favorites first. <laughs> yeah. She got the little one. Like, she grabbed the little one. But, the you know, the other ones that were kind of making making noise, I was like, mm, that lady got some dog love. I appreciate that. But I don't know if I would have done that. It would have been a lot of yeah. yelling. Get away, bear. Go. Get, come back. Come back, come back, Missy. Not, not come that back. one. Take the other one. Go. If you got to take one, take him. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, uh, John, you gonna talk about our 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 our, our bears? Absolutely. So, if y'all are watching the podcast, we developed a new item. 
call it the Seaton bear. This is a bear that's so real that he doesn't have to listen to anybody. And we're also going to be running a contest and giving away free hats with the bear on it and the Seaton. Can't tell us nothing on the back. Um, and if you submit your name in the contest, we do a little raffle, and I think we'll pick out three people, and those three individuals will get free Seaton Bear hats. Um, so shout out to the Seaton Bear. Hope you like it. Um, of course, if y'all want to do some fan art or whatever about it, that's cool as well. And um, yeah, that's what it's about. So we're trying to make this a family. I want everybody who likes the show or likes to group to be able to be a part of the family in some way. And what better way to do it than a hat? That's what it is. Yeah, that's because I haven't seen family reunion hats yet, John, but <laughs> like you <laughs> like you making it a thing. Instead of some t-shirts, you get hats this year. Mm -hmm. We had some family reunion hats back in the day. I remember like in 93, we had those trucker family reunion has to go with the shirts. And our, our family was always on point. If you didn't wear the shirt, it was bad news for you. So it's kind of like that, Tandy. Got it. I understand. Yeah, we never we never graduated to a hat. We're just strictly uh, T-shirts. So I may introduce that. <laughs> I introduce that. Yeah. I'm gonna have to enter the contest so I can get my hands on the man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to. That's right. That's why I miss, he missed his luck. Yeah. Um, I got the OG swag. Got the OG. Good luck. And we will be wearing these at our shows, hopefully. Well, oh, I'm gonna we got to. We got to. We got to be wearing them in the show, but you. Oh, just like bring it with us. There. Yeah. Like bring toggle it, it to my purse. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Shauna, it is a care bear gone rogue. It was one that he started maybe smoking and drinking, started reading philosophy and was like, man, there's way other things out there than just caring. And he got a little into nihilism, came back. Now he's just kind of like more, you know, more jaded bear. Does it matter that a care bear walking into the room? What, what is all this smoke? <laughs> Quiet. You're messing up my chi. <laughs> yeah and of course like he's the guy that nobody likes to ask questions or talk to because he, he's going to be so honest and real that you know they don't like it they're too they, they too nice right they're too caring well, some of them are he, he messes with some of them you know <clears throat> no i like it i like it <laughs> I just want in my head he has Tone Loke's voice. Oh, that's how. Oh, y'all know who Tone Loke. Uh huh. I I still heard him sounding sweet, but saying awful things. Like he'd still have like that cartoon Barry sound, but he's not. He's not saying nice stuff. So he, he's just so he's like doing Kanye rants with the Care Bear Care Bear voice. Cussing people out. <laughs> Y'all falling for the capitalist, the capitalist <laughs> trick, my bear brothers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to consume so that they can move us from our natural habitat into. <laughs> 
Where did Care Bears live? Uh, in the clouds or something? Oh yeah, that's right. They're not even in the. I thought they in live the forest. In, they live in uh, Care what's Care Bear Land. They live land without feelings. No. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a bear concentration camp. They remove yeah. some and natural habitat <laughs> experiment. <laughs> Have you guys ever asked who's keeping us here? <laughs> Why can't we leave? <laughs> That's right. Absolutely, man. Shout out, man. Okay. But um, yeah, Tandy. Um, <clears throat> I didn't want to go too deep into the Care Bears. I wanted to get more into the Camus, uh, Kevin Samuels information. But before you did, I did send the link to the to the clip. So the run that clip the, real quick to the to bear. The, to the bear. And then and then we'll get into the of course let's the run next that part. Let's run that real quickity quick. Yeah, good stuff first. Because if you <laughs> <laughs> I think it's worth seeing if you haven't seen an actual clip. It's short. Okay. Oh, no. oh, no. oh TikTok. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Debo. <laughs> look, look, he coming back like what? Oh, wait. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why did the black bear I mean the black dog look back at him like damn and then like you coming? She, the, bear, the dog is already running back to the house. He's gathering up the little dog. He's like, oh yeah. no, forget them. <laughs> go, go. <laughs> <laughs> the dog is out of there. Smart. <laughs> I like how she just, ran, she just ran from Terry Tate at the bear. Like, it's <laughs> knocked this straight. <laughs> Blit, just blitzed him on the Blitzer. wall and knocked him straight out. What kind of bear is that, man? You ain't a real bear, dog. You letting that You know. You know if <laughs> the other bear saw that. You know if the other bear saw that. Not from our neck of the woods. You're not getting knocked down like that. Man. You had five animals that you could have ate and you let a one human <laughs> bully you off of the man <laughs> but but you see it was it was my my positioning i wasn't stable see i didn't have yeah. my equilibrium was, uh, <laughs> it's always the equilibrium every time you, you mess up getting food it's always the equilibrium we're sick of hearing it <laughs> <laughs> Fell into the water. You trying to catch salmon? Your equilibrium. Do some oh. bear yoga or something. Just like figure it out. <laughs> well, how about y'all stop sending me out to do those tasks? If you know my equilibrium, I've been wanting to do the books in this bear community for years. Nobody will let me do the accounting. I don't understand why. You got to start on the ground level. You can't. You can't swipe. Salmon, we can't trust you with salmon. How are we going to trust you with the inventory and the books? I mean, that's a serious job. You can't be falling asleep on that kind of job. We won't have enough inventory for high, for the great hibernation. You know? I'm, Remember Amici? Every, he had to wake up three times, right? Yeah. Because we missed that audit. We don't want to happen again. I, I'm saying we're all endowed with certain gifts. 
I'm I'm clumsy. All right, let's just let's let's just go ahead and accept that. I'm a clumsy bear. And that's that's it. And I know you got your procedures. We all got to start from the ground level up. But I just I mean, I, I'm just right, not hold on, hold on. tell you what, we'll we'll give you a shot. We'll give you a shot. You see that pile of books over there? All right. You need to move that pile of books to the other table that has the salmon we got so we can start doing the numbers. OK, but those books are in order. Okay. Don't mix up the order. All right. OK. You're also going to have to go wake up Amici and he's hibernating right now. All right. Simple job. Gotcha. I can do it. I, one I, I, table, stump I, table to the other stump table. We, we, cut to, we cut to Tandy Bear uh, walking into the HR cave. <sighs> Tandy, um, coming yeah. in. Okay. Um, I heard from some of the other bears that you're having some trouble with uh, some of the simple bear activities that we've been doing. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying my best, but like I told him, everybody is endowed with certain gifts. I, mm -hmm. I'm just clumsy. I mean, my strength is immense. You're, you're, you're the only clumsy bear we have um, here. Um, you know, I, I, was, I was thinking, you know, maybe being a bear isn't for you. Maybe some other type of animal, you know, you could go go live with and, and learn from. You, you firing me from being a bear? Uh, yeah, I think I we're, 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 we're going to have to let you go. Yes, you, you, you cannot be a bear anymore. I, I didn't know that that could happen. I thought that's just what I was. I... No, um, we're, we're going we're gonna to let you go. We're happy to write you, you know, a, a recommendation, something to help help with your resume. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have to do whatever we can to help you find a new, a new place that would be more suitable for your for your skill set all right welcome to the mountain um as you know we got a position that recently opened for a mountain goat so uh the position's pretty simple stand up on the mountain up there right there on the cliff eat the grass pretty much all you gotta do move around the mountain a little bit make sure that people see you take pictures but uh yeah that's that's I pretty got, oh watch out for eagles i, I gotta climb up there Oh yeah, right up there. Follow me. Oh. Oh. Ah! <laughs> A small smoke cloud of dust <clears throat> pops up. Oh guys, time to see you back. Um I I try I, I joined up with the mountain goat group but mm -hmm. that didn't work I, I, again my gifts are more mental i can't more I, mental your gifts are more mental oh okay yeah uh, um okay uh, I'm, I'm sorry i'm not really great at this um but you know i, I i'm good at all the other stuff so let me do this um okay um I, I can send you on another placement maybe something that um will work your mental skills a bit more than your okay. physical yeah yeah so would, that's would okay yeah okay. that sounds good Okay, and you know, I really hope this one works out, and you know, you're not, you know, back here again. Um, okay. okay, got it. All right, well, well, good night. Okay. Okay. All you have to do is get the honey out of that there pot over there. 
Now we have a hundred pots and it should take you a whole day to do. Do you understand? Yeah, that's pretty neat falling in with a, a, another group of bears. I thought we were the, we were the only bears here in the forest, y'all. Well, I'm a remote bear. Oh, since okay. This, since this is where all the hunting stash is, I'm the one that has to make sure it's processed, make sure it stays sticky and liquid for all the other bears during right before the great hibernation. They have to eat this stuff, keeps them real well and fat. So all you do here is you whip this honey in all those there jars right there, and then we call it a day. Okay. All right, I can do that. I'm I'm used to honey. Oh. Oh, 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 this stuff is sticky. Oh, wait a minute. I'm slipping. No. I'm falling. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> Did you fall in the jar? My whole body. Well, I've never seen that happen a day in my life. Let's um I think you should probably just leave. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, whip that honey. All right. Sorry, John. You were saying about this clip. I haven't seen it either. Oh, yeah. Well, let me just preface who this guy is. Kevin Samuels. <clears throat> the man is Kevin Samuels. He is now one of the hottest YouTube personalities out there. This guy, um, he's said us, he, he kind of takes this, um, don't give women any more credit than they deserve kind of approach. That's like his whole thing, right? And what makes him very visceral is he has a podcast where he basically chats with women and they ask questions, he answers them, they try to disprove his points. But he has some pretty well thought out points, at least from his point of view. So after watching a series of this, now I haven't been watching a lot. I watched him probably the last couple of weeks. And the first person I thought was, I wonder what Tandy feels about this guy. <clears throat> Not because he, I think that y'all would have any kind of conflict, but necessarily I hold you in a very intelligent person. And I want to hear what an intelligent person woman's perspective is on what this guy is saying right because i can have my own feelings emotions but i'm married right i'm out the game my point of view on women i mean is is nothing right like i mean i have a point of view at my high i have a high point of view on women but i mean i i don't have a dog in the race so um <clears throat> i wanted to show this clip this clip is called feel the pressure it's only one minute and i tried to find a clip that i thought could act accent his actual personality. Um, and then after that, we'll have a discussion and maybe turn that into a scene. So y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure am. I want you to feel the pressure. Good. You got a top 10% of higher men, you should feel the pressure every goddamn day. Fight. Don't you go to sleep. Don't you eat that cupcake. You better drink that water. You better drink that. 
them tea or whatever. Get your ass on a treadmill, climb that rope. Get your ass to run, because that's what he has to do. Not worrying about this and that, and be play offense, not defense. That's what so many of you ladies are worried about. How do I defend? Why don't you go on offense? Why don't you make home so goddamn nice? You keep his stomach empty, stomach full, his balls empty, and his mind at peace so much he doesn't want to go on anywhere else. How about that? What a novel goddamn time. Make it to where even if he is with her, like, damn, you you may be good at that thing you do. I'm trying to get home to her because she knows how to rub my head right. How about that? So <clears throat> I think that's pretty some like oops. It was playing in my ears. I'm like, why is the breakfast club in my ears? But yeah, I think that sums him up. So in that clip, man, what are y'all feelings about it? That was y'all first. I just gave y'all your first introduction to that dude. I want to hear around the table. First introduction, not knowing anything more than that. What did y'all feel about that clip? It wasn't my first introduction, so I'm gonna let uh, well, yeah, whoever sorry. just heard yeah, it for yeah. the first time. Mm. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> before you I'm say that. <laughs> get it right, get it right. <laughs> ah, feel the pressure. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about this guy. When you first mentioned, or someone first mentioned his name. There was some comparison to the Black Phillips show, uh, which I actually enjoy. I think <laughs> I think the show it needs to be taken with some caveats, but <coughs> there's some interesting discussion in there. Um, for this guy, eh, I, like I don't know who he is. I don't know what his credentials are. Um, you say that women call into his show? Yeah. That was a woman who he tapped into the show. They asked questions. They'll ask questions like, why aren't there any good men in the world? Why are, those, why are all women stuck with this terrible dating selection? And he will counter and saying, well, you can't blame all the men on the dating. Maybe is it your expectation? Is it your what you can attract? It's all these different things. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, I think what's more I think the biggest disconnect, here's my take on it before everyone shares. Listening to Patrice O'Neill, I haven't heard anybody or most any men really challenge women um, on how a lot of men that I've grown up hearing them in the, let's say not in the closet behind the scenes where they're not as likely to be shunned. A lot of guys have these thoughts. And a lot of guys are starting to feel like the, the extremes, right? The extra masculine. And then we're hearing a lot of about the incels, right? These two, what, like, I guess these extremes, right, are having issues trying to find a place. Where do they go? The masculine, masculine men want to be able to say, you know, I like bitches, right? And I don't want anybody to tell me that. But there's no place for them they can do it without offending, you know, 80% of the population, which is probably women on that platform. And then the incels don't have any place that they can actually even attract women. <clears throat> so I think he's rearing, he's coming up in that, that disconnect, right? But from a credential standpoint, he's an image consultant. He's been doing sales. He's a corporate guy. He gets hired to help executives 
basically reimage themselves for dating. He's kind of like a hitch kind of person. He's a salesman. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, salesman. then it makes sense for him to say what he's saying. Like, yeah. if, if women are coming to him for advice, his advice is going to be better yourself. Here's how you do it. Become a better you. Do this. Do that. Don't do this. I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> it, it makes sense. Um, and and what it, it makes sense from a salesman, Tanner. That's what he's saying. Yeah. He's the salesman. So his mind, he's saying he will start with the problem, make you see the problem, and then offer you the solution. That's what he's saying. Not that he possibly agrees with Kevin Samuels. Oh, I know Antoine. Go ahead. Just I know, I'm just reading on your you face. You know right. me? <laughs> no, I'm do you? I, every, every, you know what? This is, I, I have long said that there are lots of things I don't know about you. you are absolutely. Right. I hope I do. I, 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 no, I, okay. I'm, 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 I'm gonna let y'all, and then I'm, gonna, I'm gonna come in. I don't wanna, I don't wanna just, just go. So, y'all, yeah, keep on yeah. Talking. I don't wanna just go either. Because uh, I feel like I can take this a bunch of places where it doesn't even need to go. But I want to give Amichi a chance to to hear. I want to hear his thoughts. Um, I don't know. To me, it's always hard to to listen to people who are like, uh, "Here's the one foolproof approach that is gonna, uh, you know, get you everything you want." Like, no, it's not. Um, you can follow all that advice and, and still be wherever you are right now. <clears throat> uh, you could do none of those things and be happier tomorrow. Uh, he doesn't know. He's just saying stuff that people are going to, some people are going to go, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I wish, I wish women would do that for me. I, I think that's what's happening there. He's talking to a woman, but he's really talking to the guys who want to hear him say those things, I think, is mm -hmm. what that is. Absolutely, of course. And I, you know, I, I, it's it's so time out for people who feel that they're giving you this this rough reality, this rough truth. You know, it's it's not going to be pretty when <clears> I give <throat> it to you. It's going to be rough, but it's the truth, and it's going to help you. And it's so it's we're we're so past that moment. I think we're so past that moment in our society. Uh, I think that, uh, I mean, I, I find some of the things I've heard him say on the cruel side, just because he feels that he can and he has this platform and he feels that he's delivering rough, rough justice. But as men, as y'all were listening to that, did y'all not hear? And I don't know if you took offense at uh, him telling this woman, if you're trying to get this top 10 percent man. Right. So he's even qualifying what type of man she needs to be doing these things for a top 10% man. I was like, as a man, I'd be like, well, wow. But I, I thought this was just advice for all men. I, this doesn't even apply to me. I'm not even a top 10. Oh, what is a top 10% man, right? So I think, I think a lot of guys have an idea of what a top 10% man is. <laughs> I, in my opinion, guys have, are very good at <laughs> like sizing each other up as far as like, what are their stats? What do they got going on for them? Oh, they're oh, they're fit. They got money. They got the job. They got the the lady, the house. Like right? you know, the check, check, check. Let's tally up the score. I think <laughs> I don't think guys are surprised by the idea of a top ten percent man. Uh huh. So when he's not talk, so uh, if you don't find yourself a top ten percent man, so so then these these uh, rules that he's giving this lady don't really apply to you. So you. 
should not expect that type of uh, behavior or those types of actions from a, a woman. But I think the problem is because he's a man and he's saying it, a lot of men just think that way. And so they're like, oh, yeah, you should be doing this and you should be doing that. All I know is he ain't talking to me. Right. He ain't talking to me. And and, uh, I I was saying that before the show. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just something that's out there and people are listening to. And I'm like, I don't have to listen to that. But I'm from the I'm a part of the group of women in the world that that he's talking about. So I can't just stand by and be like, whatever. I mean, I have a daughter. You know, I'm I'm concerned about what kind of uh, uh, dating world or if she decides to get married, a uh, marrying uh, world is going to exist. If, you know, we have this type of um, popularized bullshit. <laughs> let me let me ask you this, um, because, again, I only have this one clip to go off of. Mm-hmm. But is there anything in that clip that you found just completely like off the mark, inaccurate, toxic, dangerous, whatever the negative adjective you want to throw at it. Like, was there a particular thing you said there? What I, what I always react to is any type of advice or guidance that continues to have women pit themselves against each other. There's always mm. this competition. If you're not doing all these things, then he's going to leave and he's going to be outside doing it with somebody else because you're not doing it. So there's that Mm -hmm. constant competition of, oh, I got to do all the right stuff so that, you know, I can keep my man. (laughs) I can, you know, have a a, a faithful husband in a a relationship or boyfriend or whatever it is. And, um, you know, anything for me that pits women against each other, I don't even listen to it because that's you. We're not even that's beyond, I think, where we need to be and where I think women are hopefully growing to. Um, so, you know, this whole thing about keeping somebody, fuck you, you go, if you want to stay, right? No, I mean, cause that's why I get, I, there's no, I personally, I wouldn't be, a, I personally, I wouldn't be attracted to a man who considers himself a Tom Tipper said he's a, I mean, but that's not, that's not who I am. There may be women who are, but that's not who I am. So, you know, hearing that, oh, you got the, this job, you got the, this car. I'm like, okay, whatever. That's what you got. Okay. Whatever. So all of this stuff that he's putting out there, I was like, oh, he's not talking to me. But I feel badly for women who are achieving. They got those checklists. They're trying to get this. They're trying to get that. And they're listening to this. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, maybe I need to do this. And maybe I need to do that. Why is everything, why, why are so many steps uh, like geared toward stepping toward a man, getting a man? Why aren't these steps just you being a better person? And if you happen to find somebody you love, you get along with, life is good with, then that's great. But why are all of these steps? Because you got to get that man. That's 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 the that's the narrative that I I, I back away from. I, 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 Isn't that the narrative that these women are bringing to him? They are. They are. I I, I don't. I'm not saying he created it. I just when I hear that, I don't listen. I don't. I don't listen to that because that's not how I'm geared. That's not what I. That's not even how I see it. So yeah, I mean they are because they're they still follow. I believe a lot of women, uh, you know, follow that that pattern. Of how do I get this? How do I? How, you know, how do yeah. I achieve he, this thing? How do he, I? He definitely you know? goes after my generation, our generation of women, because I've only watched, like I said, two weeks of content. I'm not a diehard fan. I actually think 
Patrice O'Neill's version on the Black Phillips show was more digestible because he's a comedian. Deep down, mm. he's going to always be able to get under your skin, you know, because he's a comedian. Yeah. But when you don't have a comedian lens, you are adding some pretty toxic uh, ingredients into the water. But it does kind of show you again, like <clears throat> from what I'm seeing, a person who is focused, who knows who they are and doesn't feel like they're broken. It's not going to be watching, trying to get on his show to be that validated by Mr. Kevin Samuels. So it was it's a very good piece of content, by the way, because as a viewer, I'm like, who in the right mind would do this? <clears throat> he is going to say something that's going to hurt your feelings, um, almost certainly, right? Unless you don't. I, I mean, uh, talking about this con like this this subject, right? It, it's kind of a, it's it's very sticky. It's either it's not worth your time to have a conversation, which is probably most people, you know. But if you jump in the conversation, you're not going to win because he's it's his platform, and it, it's his point of view averse in the world that you are trying to dictate. And in that world, you're going to call it the good old boys world, good old boys system. That is a real thing, man. There are guys um, that and women who do have that kind of, I need a six figures, right? I knew people that were like, man, if I'm not a millionaire by 30, I don't know what I'm going to do. 30 came fast, right? You found out it's a lot <laughs> harder to make a million dollars just as off of just pretty looks. Now you might get lucky you know, or maybe a knee guy that went out in college, so he didn't make the NFL. Um, he's speaking to all those people who are holding their value into perception. Um, but I will say, um, I'm I, I'm kind of there's like I said, there's mixed feelings. <clears throat> My mixed feeling about him is that there has to be a voice for everybody. Everybody has to kind of have the platform to share, kind of like Kwame Brown, right? What Kwame Brown is saying is kind of stirring up the bees' nests and the hornets for all the players, coaches, um, all those people that he was connected with that were kind of shitting on Kwame because they didn't think maybe he was still a real person. But his voice is is causing a lot of toxicity. Is it positive? I think it can be positive. I think people can watch it and go, you know what? I don't think I really want a guy who would consider themselves the top 10% if this is how they really think, right? Versus I'm going into a relationship and I'm going to try to dictate what this man's behavior or this woman's behavior is based on what I think is my expectation. So watching that kind of like if I'm not single man anymore, but if I was single, I would be going, oh my God, I would never play with any of the women that are coming on this show because they are feeding the beast. They're saying, well, I think I need a Birkin bag. Uh, I mean, I, I, got, I got a master's degree. Why don't I deserve a Louis Vuitton bag? Why don't you deserve a Louis Vuitton bag? You think a dude is just supposed to buy you a Louis Vuitton bag? Or I'll give you another example. I didn't get in trouble at work for this, but it caused a lot of, it sent waves a lot around some of the people in my office, not to say any names respectfully, but I asked this question, I said, to all my single ladies in the office, specifically my office. I said, if a guy on your first date who was, let's say, the guy of your dreams in your head, whatever that means, 
And on the first date, he says, hey, let's go pick up some Chick-fil-A and go to the park and just chat. How would you feel? Nine out of 10 women that I asked all couldn't get past Chick-fil-A. Why does he have to take me to Chick-fil-A? One, that wasn't what I asked. Two, I could, you just told me right then and there, if I was a single man, kind of what your, like where you, where your head is as far as what you think should be done or expectations without even getting to know me and see if that's even something that you should make me have to participate in. For example, it may cost, one lady told me, you know, I think Ruth Chris is my first date. That's my first date of choice. That means you go there often, which means that's possibly a lot of money that you're getting these guys to put up without even knowing if there's even some kind of connection. So you are off, right? Your way of looking at a relationship is slightly off because that paying for Ruth Chris will not demonstrate any value about what that person brings to the relationship. And that was my my thoughts on the Kevin Sandler is he's doing the same thing I asked, which is except for I'm not going to shame you or try to give you advice on it. I'm just going to know in my head, oh, when you tell me how bad dating is, I know deep down you could have passed on the guy that would have made you possibly the most, um, what you want to call it, I don't want to say happy, but the most content in the relationship. The guy that was in he was more intentional to intentional on what you were in the relationship versus how generous I could be with my money or spending or how lavish and intact can I be with my image, you know, and image as we're seeing, man, is nothing, man. Look at, look, look at everything. <laughs> look at on your phone, man. You know, these people's images, they're, they're, they're PRs. Right. And I think we're just in a, where I personally believe, the U.S. is reaching closer and closer to an idiocracy where the amount of people you influence will completely dictate the value you have, um, possibly even from a political standpoint. They'll be like, oh, Kim Kardashian has um, 1.8 billion followers. That makes her the world's smartest person. And you're going to be like, how? Well, can you deny you want to go against 1.8 billion people who are saying she's smart? They're going to blow you off the of social media. I think that's where we're going. And I think he is kind of like Trump, right? He exists because mm-hmm. there's a platform mm-hmm. that allows him to exist at the right. time where people are sitting at home trying to figure out what's wrong with them, right? Um, that's my two cents. We uh, we cut to a, a, a father about to talk to his son. <clears throat> Amici, can you come in here? Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, have, have a seat, have a seat. I... Uh, Talk to your mom, and she mentioned that you have this girl you're interested in at school. And I thought I'd mm-hmm. sit you down and tell you about your mom and I's first date. Maybe yeah, you can get some lessons here. Fine, okay. Sure, sure. So, first thing first, I had to go and rent the most expensive car I could find. It's very important. You have to get it shined, detailed, cleaned, make sure it smells good. And then you go pick her up, right? I picked your mom up. We drove around the city through the tollway booth for two hours. And I was just letting that easy tag ride, you know? And then we pulled up to the restaurant, most expensive sushi bar in the city, ordered everything on the menu. My first date with your mom, 
drained my savings completely. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily a gambling man, but I did it for love. I did it for love. And that's one thing I want you to know. If you want to take out the special girl, you need at least $20,000 in your savings account <laughs> to spend. Okay. Do you have that? No. That You're not ready to date then. You're not ready to date. Because I don't have $20,000? Because you do not have $20,000. That is, the if you want to be a 10% man, a top 10% man, like your dad, you have to drain your savings account or else they don't think that you think that they're worth it. So you drain it, but you drain it for love, son. I want you to remember that, right? When, you, when you're taking that money out of the ATM, when you're writing those checks, when that credit card comes back steaming hot, that's all love. I mean, Dad, I've, I've been mowing yards all summer and power washing, you know, the neighbors' houses and everything and the driveways. I'm nowhere close to having twenty thousand dollars when I, you know, especially when I take out the money I had to spend on equipment and and everything. Well, then you're nowhere close to being ready for the love of your life, son. Look, okay, at, so look at your mom and I, right? What right. do I do? Every day I buy her something every single yeah. day because that's the expectation I set for our relationship. Right. And, and she, that's what those, she expects from me. And, and that's what they're going to drive on the tollway. Just, you know, doing laps in the tollway every Sunday, every Sunday. For like no clockwork. Yeah. For the easy tag, son. And then, and then at the end of the day, I print out that easy tag, uh, uh, transcript that uh, shows how much I spent and I write a, I love you on that thing and I give it to your mom. We cut to the bank um, the next day with the son. <clears throat> hey, so um, I, uh, my banker was kind of looking at your balance sheet and um, mm -hmm. we want to see is everything, everything okay with you and the, you and your girlfriend? Um, well, you know, she, she's a, uh, not really my, my girlfriend yet. I'm still, you know, I know that's in my business plan. I'll raise this money and then ask her on a date. But I haven't quite hit the threshold of um, bank bank account balance that I want yet. So, um, yeah, yes. you know, just, yeah, still got more. more. I, I got I got some new customers though, so I'm, I'm working my way up a bit, a bit quicker. Well, what I wanted to speak with you about is, you know, there's another way that you can kind of jumpstart your relationship. And um, mm -hmm. we have this new um loan here it's called the um it's called the um the um the secured relationship loan and what it is is you'll put your relationship as collateral and we'll give you the twenty thousand dollars and then that will be enough money for you to secure your relationship with this young lady um and the money would only be able to be used on um items that you purchase with her Okay. Um, when you say I use my relationship as collateral, does that mean like if I default on my loan or I can't pay it back, I have to break up? Like what, what, you have to break up, and you'll still owe okay. us the twenty thousand okay. dollars plus five five hundred percent interest. Um, but the, but five hundred percent interest is just a balloon payment. It's just in case if there's a bunch of relationship breakups, you know the mark interest rates on these kinds of loans go sky high. I don't think will happen. It hasn't happened in a long time. 
But if it does, you might be required to pay five times the principal of interest. Um, but as long as you stay with that long, you get in that relationship, you stay the long haul. I'm telling you, this relationship will be worth millions. Okay. Um, what do I say? I'm, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> you sign right here, sir. And, <laughs> and then you sign right here. Wow, this, this is, yeah, this is great. Um, okay, I'm feeling really good about this. You want some uh, champagne and some roses, man? You, you're about to be in a relationship, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, everybody. We got a new bachelor right here. He's about to get his, oh, his portion. Oh. Ring a bell and all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Nice, so nice. Make, sure, make sure that you also send us pictures when you are consummating the marriage. That also gives us Wait, what? And scene. <laughs> <laughs> we need evidence that the relationship is growing. <laughs> yeah, man. Scene. But he, Kevin Samuels, just said a line where he said that because there was a woman that said um, when he asked her why does she need to have a guy that made six figures. And long story short, she said that she believed that she was worth it. He did say that that means that you are shitting on your all of your father's grandfathers, excuse me, father's grandfathers, uncles, all these guys who statistically have never been able to hit that number, but still did great, became great fathers, great husbands. Um, and, and he does mention in some of the things I've seen depending on the platform. If it's not his platform, he'll go a little bit more, I'll say softer on what he really, clarify a little bit more where he's coming from. On his platform, he's just like nasty. But um, sometimes he'll stand up for the guys and say like, hey, what I'm saying, you know, in essence are, there are a lot of guys who are having dating issues as well. Some of the women are having higher expectations than what these guys are able to deliver. So in that pocket, like he's speaking to those, those dem demographic guys who are in the game, who are like, dude, how come I have to go to Ruth Chris for every date? And these women who are like, hey, why is it this guy have a Ferrari and walking around with nine chains on his neck? He's a bum to me, right? Those two individuals are high school minded, right? But he's speaking to these people and Sometimes you get some of these older individuals that jump in and just like anything, the Internet's going to highlight the, you know, the worst of the American Idol first. Per, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. They're going to show the absolute worst. Um, but that's what I mean. Like it, it, there's there's a lot of stuff in there. But well, see, if I think that I mean, OK, at its at, it's problematic, but at its core, if I could find any benefit in what he's doing, if his message is be your best self, right? Bring your best self to the table. If that means you want to achieve these things financially or academically, push yourself and do that. So that you feel good about you. You feel good about, you know, the type of person you are trying to enter into a relationship, right? If at the core, if that's the message, I can support the message where you are encouraging men and women independently, be your best self. It's not about matching up together, whatever. Just, you know, forget that part, be your best self. But I mean, he's not doing that. But if, if there's anything I could to try to clean it up or, or 
find a, a kernel of something good, that would be it. But, yeah. you know, he's, he's he's talking about that, but there's never any conversation about, you know, uh, whatever traumatic past you've been through, what, you know, any problems or, or, or any other things that you need to work out and work on before you enter into a relationship. It's, it's, it's well, I haven't heard everything. And maybe and he does touch on it some sometimes, but it's usually it. not that. Yeah. He has justified uh, side chicks, though. I was going to play that clip. His justification for side chicks. Hear me out. Here is his justification. He said that since the beginning of time, this is his words, right? That the men had the, let's call them the 10% men, right? Um, in the animal kingdom, it'll be the 10% of the male animals that populate the rest of the whatever, right? In his way, and this is what he said. He said that in the 10% men since the beginning of time, they've always had options, meaning they've always had more women that sought them out than there were men to seek out women, right? So the top 10% men are getting 80% of the women, or like really the top 20% men are getting 80% of all of the volume of women, and the bottom 80% men are fighting for the scraps. That's what he's saying. That's uh, Pareto's law, right? Um, but his reasoning for saying that is he's saying that he thinks it is archaic to believe that the population can continue to grow through monogamous relationships and that polyam polyamory, <laughs> <laughs> polyamory actually makes more logical sense. And some people, it makes logical sense to them in a relationship to be able to exercise options. Case in point, he says, you know, the top top 10 percent of the men don't cheat. They exercise their options. That's what he says. <laughs> like I said, these are well thought out arguments, right? This, this is a guy who has put together an argument with some legs on it. This is not a guy that's like drunk and he's like, well, I mean, I, could a woman beat my ass? I don't think so. This is a guy that's like going and trying to put together an argument saying, here's why men or the top 10% of men have a hard time staying devoted to one woman is because they have an overwhelming access to options. And sometimes they exercise those options. See, uh, sorry, that, that, that's weird. That he says it's the top 10% of men. That's what he sure. says. All the way up and down the scale, there's men, men cheating. Well, exercising the options, whatever he wants to call it. So that, that's, I have to call bullshit on that. Whatever he's talking about. Man. He said the bottom, the bottom 10% are cheating. Yeah. You're down there, you're cheating. If you're up here, you're not, you're not cheating. It's, you're not it's cheating. Yeah. You're not, no, you're cheating if you're in the you're bottom. You're cheating, but you're exercising options else? if you're in the top. It's exercising you know? options, but it's a class. It's, it's class. It's, it's classes. It's classes. Class system. System. Yeah. So, class system. Uh -huh. yeah. Uh -huh. okay. Like I said, that's all I'm saying. Don't have, uh -huh. You don't have to rush to having a moral judgment. I don't have a moral judgment on them. Some guys I know, I've talked to love them. Some people are kind of like, yeah, that dude crazy. You know, he. Some people just watch it because they like seeing ratchet women get shitted on. Like that's their own thing. But you know, can't ratchet women getting shit on in a in a a, a construct of society that they didn't create. Men created that construct. Women didn't. Women didn't create the construct of men are supposed to provide for them. Men are supposed. We didn't create that. 
Geeky, we did. I'm not saying it did. Did we? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I think it's like who do, do you, you blame? Do you think who? that? Do you think that women get most of their advice for getting a man from other men or from women? No. Yeah. That's your conversation. That's a, yeah. That's like yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Is it because they, it's well, because they now, don't trust the man's advice? No, because, I mean, I think... a man will a man will tell you, right? <laughs> and I've had ladies friends that I've had, <laughs> and and my lady friend gave me the best advice. I said, "How do you know when a woman really likes you?" She said, "She always wants to spend time with you." I was like, "Man, that makes sense." And she was right. Woman wants to spend time with me has some interest in me, right? I asked her. I didn't ask my dude. Well, you gotta. You know, grab her ass, and you got to make sure she <laughs> eat at Roof Chris or some bullshit, right? So, is it that y'all don't trust men's advice? No, I think no. I, I'm sorry. Let me back up. I think like, <laughs> growing up, as you as you start to get information, I think it comes from women because that's who you're around most. You you know, women in your family more than likely your friends, and then I think after a certain age, then you may include men in the in the conversation or t taking advice from them, like the Steve Harveys. And now this guy, right? Oh, You're like, oh, I'm 30. I'm not married or I'm whatever age and I'm not married. I should ask a man's perspective. You know, what am I doing wrong or what should I be doing to get whatever? Or let's hear what men have to say about, you know, what we need to do to get them. I was like, oh, girl, please. be you. Just be you. I'm sorry. That ain't. I don't have a platform. Be right? you isn't isn't good yeah, advice. No. I'm gonna say that right now. Being you is not good advice. If being you isn't working for you, if being you isn't getting you the results that you need, stop being you. <laughs> you gotta be a better you. I, I agree yeah, with that. gives dating advice. You gotta take inventory of yourself. <laughs> yes. Being you can be be a better you. I, I just don't be I, I would think don't be a different person. Or don't act differently, or whatever. Just, I get, just people just have the freedom to be themselves. I mean, no. so many other people well, well, didn't. But think about it, Antoine. Well, every you woman. To, you have to clarify what that means, too, right? So, does it mean be yourself means you get to wear a Birkin bag because that's what you're interested in and go to roof, Chris, and you want a man to pay for it? You that's can't be yourself. You should pay for it yourself. No, you, yeah. if that's what you want, you should be purchasing that for yourself, right? And if your goal is to never go below that level, then say, oh, okay, well, I just need to be with somebody who makes the same amount so that I can continue to purchase my Birkin bag. Not, I got to uh, uh, trade my feminine wiles or what I look like, you know, in exchange for a Birkin bag. I'm worth that. Do you think women would like if a, if a guy, instead of buying them a Birkin bag, a guy taught them how to invest in the stock market so that they can make that's too many money. steps. No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, listen, I do not. listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> you ask me in general. I if said, you, I mean, I like the information. I'm just, I'm just saying, I said, I said, do you think a woman, right? And my, my argument is it's kind of like, and I've heard Antoine make this argument, right? If you is it more valuable if I teach you how to fish, wouldn't that be a greater gift for a man who is interested in you, right? He can make you get what you want and everything that you can imagine that you want versus he has to go out and split his earnings, part of it to go to things you want, but you can actually do for yourself. But you think it's a custom that I do it for you. 
And then the other piece of my money goes to things that I need to go myself. Why can't he just, hey, before we get into all that, let me show you a couple little things that you could do from your phone. <laughs> Take your money <laughs> and you will have a Birkin bag in no time. That's what Kevin said. We, 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 cut, the tan- <laughs> we cut the tiny bear in the, in the HR cave again. Well, uh, Tandy, um, I've noticed that uh, you've really improved in the last few months. Um, this is this is great. You, you you know you're an expert at climbing mountains now. Um, mm-hmm. You know the the honey store has never looked looked better. I mean, wow, mm-hmm. you know it's it's very well organized. Um, what who where did you pick up these skills? I'm 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 curious. Uh, my new my new bear boyfriend. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I met him when I was I had the other outside honey job with the other bears. Mm-hmm. He's really oh, patient okay. with me. Yeah, yeah, he's really patient with me. After I fell into that jar of honey, he mm-hmm. helped me clean myself off. And he's like, "Look, you're doing it wrong, okay?" And he's like, "I'll give you six quick and easy steps to follow, so that you can stir the honey, get it foamed up, stay clean, and produce even more honey that you can." store for hibernation, and then sell some to make a profit. Wow. Um, what was his name? Oh, his name is John Bear. John Bear? You know John Bear? Yeah, do you know John oh, Bear? Uh, yes, I, I know John Bear. Yeah, he's, he's a yeah. top 10% bear. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's a top 10. He's got, he's got that show on, mm-hmm. on Radio <laughs> Bear ZW. Yeah. You can call in. And like he gives other bears, especially male bears, um, he gives them advice on how to become top top ten percent bears. And then sometimes women, I mean, uh, women bears call in too, and he lets them know what they're doing um, and and how to do it better so that they can get a top ten percent bear. It's really really wonderful. Oh wow, that's that's great. We, we cut to the bear TRZ show, whatever it's called. <laughs> Callers calling in. Um, John Bear, John Bear. Yes. Hey, yes. thank you for taking my call, man. I really appreciate it. I need some help. I am deep in relationship debt right now. I like, I, I, I owe so much, and my mm. relationship is on the rocks. I, I, I'm staring down the barrel of relationship bankruptcy, and I need some help. Can you help me out? Oh well. Um, first of all, um, it's clear you're not in the top ten percent. Of the bears, I'm trying um, to get there, man. I'm trying. And uh, somebody should have told you you never put your relationship on credit, man. You can't. It's too risky. What you need to do is go ahead and file that bankruptcy. All right. But then you're going to you, that, that. That's not going to mean anything. You got seven years, right? That means you're still going to be single for seven whole years. But in that seven year span, you can learn all kinds of new things like. Uh, honey and, and inventory management. You can um, set fish nets, gather a whole lot of salmon. You could find, you know, hikers' phones and start investing in Coinbase and Squares and all kinds of stuff. You know, there's a lot of things you could do in seven years, man. You could become your wildest dreams in that seven years. So when you come out of that seven year relationship hibernation of debt, you're back clean, right? And now you're in the top 10% and you can get a new relationship credit, but this time it'll be way worth more. Wow. 
Yeah. Wow. That's that's great, John Bear. You, you know what? Uh, I, your book is on the way. Like I'm I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting by the mail to get it. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna start reading them. I'm gonna start doing all of that, man. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely, man. Just go ahead and uh go ahead, subscribe and like to my, my page and um add a tip if you like as well. Uh let's let's go to our next caller. Oh hi. Um I'm a I'm a uh I well I, I was a top ten percent bear. Mm. But the new, the new rankings came out, and I fell out of the top ten percent. Oh, man. And my life had just gone—it's it's just gone to hell. I mean, I, I can't—I can't, I can't uh, explore my options anymore. So you got caught cheating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know I was at the time. How about how was I supposed to know I was cheating at the time? You got to constantly stay up on your stats, man. That's a part of being the top ten percent bear. You always know your ranking. Because if you're not watching your ranking, what's the point of being ranked, right? Unless you are number one. And if you're number one rank, you know you're number one because everybody's trying to get to you. Everybody. All right. So here's what I here's what I suggest. Mm -hmm. I suggest you go back to the bank and add another line of credit relationship credit for that side piece that you had. And then you start building the relationship equity in that line. And that without what that will do is it'll put more pressure on your last credit to get it together. Otherwise, they're going to take that credit from you. And that is also on her name. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm writing this down, but didn't you just tell the law scholar not to put a relationship on credit? That's that's what you should not do. But if 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 you're not a top 10 percent bear, Uh if you're a top 10 percent bear, you want to use all the credit. Get as much credit as possible because you can exercise as many options as you need. Okay. Okay. Sorry to hear that, man. Remember, um, it's not cheating unless you confessed. One. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's the end of the the Radio Bear show um, where John Bear gives you all the the, the the advice of growing your top 10% stats. Have you ever been somebody who wanted to just be recognized as great and a leader and somebody who could be trusted, somebody that's taking life by the balls or the vagina? Either way, like and subscribe to my page. <laughs> and, scene. and that is the can't tell us nothing show everybody <laughs> thank you for, i hope you're writing all that down people thank you for listening thank you for never, listening never thought a relationship on credit <laughs> oh god check your rankings Can check I, your rankings check your rankings and then if you're at the top exercise your options <laughs> uh, <laughs> dj comfy get that music queued up for John, for Dandy, for Michi, for myself, Antoine, that's the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out to the people in the chat. Benita, Tressa, Kenneth, Barna, John, Antoine. Thank you so much for leaving comments. Thank you, thank you. Come back again every Tuesday night at 9. Come back check us out. Thank you, Facebook. Peace. We out.